The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by TechTown Detroit, Detroit's entrepreneurship hub. TechTown Detroit is a business incubator and accelerator, helping tech startups and local businesses launch and grow. TechTown supports businesses with co-working, office, meeting, and event space. They also connect entrepreneurs to resources and learning and networking events in Detroit. TechTown Detroit, Detroit's entrepreneurship hub. Hey everybody, happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. Glad to have you with me today. And if you listen to this program at all on a regular basis, you know I like to talk to cool people doing cool things. And today is no exception. My guest is going to be Louis Pisker. He's the CEO of the Wayne Metropolitan Community Action Agency. And when I talk about community action, they do just about everything. We're going to talk a bit about foreclosure prevention, refugee resettlement, and a couple of other things that they are actively working on in our county at least if you live in Wayne County. We'll talk about that on The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Samaritas, the state's largest private foster care and adoption agency. However, Samaritas also provides a number of other services around the state. They are one of the largest refugee resettlement agencies in Michigan. They serve homeless families, persons with disabilities, abused and trafficked women, They also provide market rate and affordable housing for seniors and HUD housing for families and also have skilled nursing, memory care and rehab communities in Grand Rapids, Cadillac and Saginaw. Samaritas, we thank them for their support here at Deadline Detroit. Hey, Craig here. Thanks for joining me for the show today. Um, It is Tuesday and, you know, hey, look. Sometimes I just like to talk to cool people doing cool stuff. And a guy that I met uh, earlier is a guy named Louis Pisker. He's the CEO at the Wayne Metro Community Action Agency. I first talked to him, I believe, probably at the Detroit Policy Conference last year. I talked to him again up on Mackinac. And now they're embarking on even more stuff. This is an organization that is already involved in so many different aspects of making life better for people that are disadvantaged in Wayne County. If you have a problem, pretty much this is the agency you're going to get paired up with in some capacity. They're doing a lot of very cool stuff. And right now, they're working on a couple of very important problems in our area. One is, of course, the foreclosure crisis that we've been dealing with here in Metro Detroit for the past several years. And there's a new plan that is being put in front of the legislature right now called Pay As You Stay. We'll get into that a little bit and also talk about something called Freedom Village, which is a refugee resettlement project that they're working on in Hamtramck. Louis Pisker joins me right now. Louis, welcome back to the show. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Well, thanks. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for having me. Well, a busy time of year for you guys. Your annual meeting coming up in just a couple of days. It's coming up on uh, Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's Thursday the 21st in downtown Detroit. We're at the uh, the Marriott. Well, it's going to be a a big deal. And uh, this is actually something that people can come to if they want to. But I think it's important for you to give people a sense again and remind them of just how many different things your organization touches because you guys are involved in a ton of stuff. Yeah, we are. I mean, we continue continue to grow. Um, We have a staff of about 500 staff. Um, We have revenues exceeding about $48 million, and we do a lot of stuff in Wayne County. Um, Basic needs, emergency services, utility assistance, um, you know, youth and family services, Head Start, after-school programs for at-risk youth, and we do a lot of community and economic development activities um, around the county, affordable housing, weatherization programming, um, water conservation measures, 
a lot a lot of good stuff and we help a lot of people well you know one of the things that you have been working on your organization has been working on that i want to get into uh is is this notion of, of helping people avoid tax foreclosure. Mm -hmm. It's been a huge problem here in Detroit and in, in Wayne County in general, and not just Wayne County, but it's really been a statewide issue, but, but it's particularly pronounced here. Uh, we now have this potential potential legislative fix. I don't want to say it's a fix, mm -hmm. but it's a, some assistance to people that might need it called pay as you stay. Uh, Wayne County and the city of Detroit pushing this in the legislature right now. From your perspective, what's the bonus of this? Does this help, uh, or are there some things in there that uh, you would like to see changed? You know, I think, well, I, I think it's a great opportunity um, to really help a lot of people. You know, currently there's about 31,000 people in the city of Detroit alone that are facing property tax foreclosure. Um, early on, about six months ago, um, myself um, and some other members of the Way Metro team were, were invited by the county executive you know, to, 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 sit, to sit on a task force to talk about, is there a way that we can help reduce tax foreclosures in Wayne County? Um, because when you have tax foreclosures, you know, you're booting somebody out of their home and it creates it creates blight and it creates crime and it's just it's not it's just not good for the community um, so we talked about this property tax exemption and, and it's called a PTE mm -hmm. and for somebody that is like very very low income they can get a PTE and what that means is based upon their income they can be exempt from property taxes which is a great thing but you got to get the client um, down to the treasurer's office to fill out the form. And a lot of time people just don't know about it. So what happens is they finally know about it. They come in, um, they get a PTE, but the PTE is not retroactive. So people are coming in, they're, they're, they're moving forward, they're okay, but they have this huge tax bill. And then what they do is they enter into a, a payment plan with the treasurer's office. And a lot of times people enter the payment plan, and what do you do? I want to stay in my home. I'll enter the payment plan, but I can't afford the payment plan. Sure. So you default on the payment plan, even though you're low income and you're going to lose your home. So all you're doing is stalling the foreclosure. All you're doing is stalling the foreclosure. And people enter payment plans all the time. And what we're seeing with clients is there's a number of payment plans now. You can get a payment plan with the RAT program. Then you can get a payment plan with DTE if you can't pay your utility bills. Now you get a payment plan for your property taxes. And we have clients entering these payment plans, and they can't afford them. They're just not set up for, for long-term success. So the pay-as-you-stay program, which I think is really, really good, sets people up for success. And so what it does is it takes all of those back taxes, all of the penalties and fees, all of those high interest rates that you're paying, which is the cost really of poverty, you know, you're setting somebody up for fail failure, and it basically wipes that out, and it says, based upon the assessed value of your home, that you're only going to have to pay 10% of that. And it is a game changer for our clients. So an example, we have a guy, um, a client, he makes, he's a, he's a senior and he's disabled. He makes about sixteen grand a year with Social Security and, and a disability payment. Came to us. We got him in one of these ERSFA plans. That's where um, it's it's a five year payment plan um, that anybody that anybody that anybody can enter into if they're facing tax foreclosure. Um, he owes eleven thousand seven hundred dollars in back taxes. His interest rate goes from eight eighteen percent to six percent, but all of the fees are included. 
All of the back penalties are included. He's got five years to pay it off, and his payment is $192 a month. And guess what? He's defaulting yeah. on the payment. He can't, he can't make it. So you go to pay as you stay um, based upon the, the assessed value of his home. He only owes $1,044 in back taxes. He gets three years, no interest to pay it off, and he's paying 29 bucks a month. Now you got a guy who's stable. Now you got a guy that's going to stay in his home, and now you got a guy that can work on other things and be successful and self-sufficient. Well, and looking at it from the county's perspective, this way they're at least going to collect some of the revenue that they otherwise would likely never see. It's, I mean, it costs them money to foreclose on these properties more than they're ever going to get back, even even when it's auctioned off. No, you're exactly right. It is it is cheaper to get some revenue and, and not any revenue, and it's it, it's it's far cheaper to have somebody in their home. The, the, the property, when you look at foreclosures in neighborhoods, what happens? Property tax values go down, tax collections go down. So you're better off taking a reasonable amount of money, keeping somebody in their home, keeping property values high, and like you said, getting some revenue is better than no revenue, and the cost to foreclose far exceeds the benefits to the neighborhood. So it's this is a much better it's a much better system and I hope we can um, and I appreciate you having me on so we can garner some grassroots support for this initiative and get this bill passed in Lansing. Well, interestingly enough, one of the one of the arguments that you will hear from people is saying, well, what about the people who actually worked hard and, and did pay their taxes? How is this fair to them? Uh, how do you know? Because this is going to take some convincing. Right. You've got to get legislators in other parts of the state that maybe aren't having the same problem on board. Um, and a lot of these other counties that don't have the foreclosure problems that Wayne County do use this as a hammer. It's a way to get, hey, you better pay your taxes or else, you know, this right. is this is the tool they have to, to coerce people to pay their taxes, right? It is. How do you convince people that this is going to be good for their neighborhood as opposed to something that may be unfair to them? Well, and, and that's and that's a great question. I mean, in in the current legislation, um, communities that don't want to do do it, they're not being strong armed by the legislation to do it. They they can they can opt out. When you look at in the city of Detroit alone, and you look at thirty one thousand people, thirty one thousand home sites facing tax foreclosure, the impact on those neighborhoods and on property values and on blight and on people and the human cost of a foreclosure of making a family homeless is much more expensive in the long term than the argument is, well, I paid my taxes, so this is not fair and and they need to pay theirs. Um, it, it, I think it's a short-sighted approach. Um, you know, I, I think in a society, um, we have to take care of our own and we got to take care of people um, that are in need and it's it's not a handout. They are paying something. They're paying something in, th- th- that they can afford based upon their income and based upon their needs. I should remind folks, my guest is uh, Louis Pisker. He is the CEO at Wayne Community Action Agency uh, and Wayne Metro Community Action Agency. Their annual meeting is coming up on Thursday. Uh, one of the things that you're going to get to highlight at this meeting as well uh, is this new refugee project in Hamtramck, yeah. something you're calling Freedom Village. Yes. Uh, talk a little bit about the goals here, what this is going to be able to do. Well, the goal is, 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 is to, uh, and again, you know, we have a great relationship um, with uh, County Executive Evans and his team. And, uh, and uh, the executive made it perfectly clear um, to the community and to all of us that he wants to, Wayne County to be a welcoming place for all people um, and that diversity in Wayne County is our strength. And so we had an opportunity um, to be a part of developing a, a, a refugee center um, 
affordable housing for refugees um, coming into this country. And uh, it fits Wayne Metro's mission, and we were on board with being the developer and developing it. And it's welping, welcoming people and it to, to Wayne County um, and getting them out and get, putting them in a safe environment. Well, and, and typically, you know, what sort of services do typical refugees need? I mean, because uh, there's sometimes, you know, they, they may not be proficient in the language. Uh, they may mm-hmm. not have ready access to mm-hmm. available jobs. Uh, what kinds of services are you going to be able to provide at Freedom Village that you wouldn't be able to do without it? Well, you know, with all good projects, you need great partners. So, um, with this project, you have the Wayne County Land Bank that came in with 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 the land on Faber Street in Hamtramck, which is a very diverse community. Um, Wayne County is coming in with 1.2 million dollars of of funding to get the project built. Wayne Metro is is the builder developer and will provide some wraparound services um, to refugees. And to your point, um, Samaritas, which is a Refugee oh, they're one, one of the sponsors of this program. Yes. So. Yeah, they are p- providing um, a lot of the, re- the, the resettlement wraparound services, um, any legal services that refugees need. Um, um, if refugees have families, um, language services, um, school impact services. So there's, there's a, a tremendous amount of wraparound services for these families coming into our country um, so they can be successful. Now, is this designed as a temporary place for people to stay while they get their feet uh, under them, or mm-hmm. is this a situation where there could be some permanent housing options for you, people? You know, it, it's designed to get people on their feet um, as, as, as maybe a longer-term temporary housing supports. Um, the, the goal is to, for these refugees to be in this housing maybe for one to two years, and then they would move on, and then they would be replaced by another incoming family. Uh, Lewis, some of the other things that you guys offer, and I mean, this is what people don't realize. If they've got issues, they can call you guys and pretty much get some help with just about every problem they might have. I mean, it really is amazing how many different things that you will link people to. Uh, Home repair loans, Mm -hmm. things that people don't realize, these things are available to them. Um, And things like financial coaching. Mm -hmm. Uh, We mentioned foreclosure. You help people with uh, skill building for, for mm-hmm. job readiness, all sorts of different things, literacy programs. That's right. Uh, how do you make sure that each of these areas is functioning the way it needs to be? Because there are so many issues that are out there that you guys are trying to tackle. Yeah, well, you know, that's a good that's a good question. I mean, we do a lot. We're diverse. But the diversity comes with being a community action agency. You know, as a community action agency, we are designed to meet the needs of the community. So when you look at youth and family services, homeless services, affordable housing, um, conservation measures, um, basic needs, emergency services, um, we have a lot of good people. As I stated earlier, there's like 500 of us sure. that are working hard every day to make sure that the needs of the community um, are met. And we do a really good job trying to get the message out that if you need help, if you need help, please call us. 313-388-9799 is our call center. Again, 313-388-9799. Please call. You'll get screened. Um, talk to, to one of our service specialists. Let them know what's going on, and we'll get you in. We'll get you an appointment close to where you live. We have offices throughout Wayne County. Um, we try to make um, the process as convenient and easy as possible um, to make sure that we can assist you and help. Well, obviously, doing interviews like this one and, and uh, appearing on other shows gives people an idea, but, I mean, what's the biggest challenge to 
uh, getting the word out about what you offer? Because a lot of people will just sort of throw up their hands and not realize that there are people out there with resources to help them that are going to try you I know. Know, to assist them in some capacity. They're either afraid to reach out for it, maybe they're embarrassed, or they just don't know. Right. I, I know. And, and that's a, that, that is a challenge. I mean, I always say that we're like the best kept secret in Wayne County. And they say, well, why, why is that? I mean, why don't you advertise? You know, part of the, you know, we, we're about 75% federally funded. One of the main rules in that funding is you can't advertise. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you're trying to serve people with like one arm tied behind your back. I mean, it makes, it makes no sense. Um, we, so what we try to do is we try to outreach to the community. I mean, we, we, we have a community outreach director that is probably at almost every Every event in Wayne County to get to get the word out. Um, we have good relationships with all with all with, with Wayne County executives, the city of Detroit, um, a lot of municipal leaders. Um, we have flyers at, at, at like every city hall. You know, our website is WayneMetro.org. Um, and and we just try to we just try to get the word out um, so people can access this. Two of our biggest, um, two of our biggest referral sources are the first one is family and friends. Mm-hmm. So the word is out in the in the community um, where people need help, and then secondly, it's the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. So if you were to call the Department of Health and Human Services, we we are a large ref- that is like our number one referral source, referral source besides family and friends. Okay, so that makes a little bit of sense. Well, obviously, you've got your annual meeting coming up. Yep. I want to get to this a little bit. Uh, obviously, there's some things that you want to highlight, some successes you've yep. had. Um, and, and for the people that you know are involved in this, uh, what are you most proud of? that took place last year? You know, what I'm most proud of that took place last year is when we talked about it, Freedom Village, um, we are the lead agency in the Financial Empowerment Center in the city of Detroit. We did a press conference with the mayor and the, and the treasurer a couple weeks ago. I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of our expansion in Western Wayne County providing Head Start services. We won a $6.2 million grant that we're going to have for the next five years. Um, so the agency continues to grow. I mean, we do things the right way at Wayne Metro. Um, we believe that we are we need to be great stewards of your tax dollar and that those tax dollars need to go to where they're intended and that's providing services to the needy and the community and so i'm i'm just really proud of the growth that we have at Wayne Metro and at our annual meeting we're going to highlight and i would invite everybody to come because we're going to highlight client success stories sure so you can actually see outcomes not just data, but outcomes about how the programs and services that you're and the community are investing in and entrusting us to do, how we're performing. And you can see that people need help, that people are trying, that people want to do better. And we need to change the narrative on poverty. And by changing that narrative, that's why I need you to come to our annual meeting and just see the great results of our clients. Well, and how far does that go in convincing other people that there's potential change waiting for them if, if they take the right steps uh, and having those personal stories as opposed to just you and I talking about, you know, these great services that are available. You know, and, you know, we host two Believe and Achieve events every year. Um, you know, th- those invites are out on our website. We try to get the word out on those. We have a lot of public officials, to their credit, that do come and see the good work that we're doing and hear um, success stories from their constituents, and it helps get the word out. Um, I always say that we are only as good as the last client that we see. Um, when you when you work in this space, um, you can get derailed really easily, and we are always in a we have to prove it mode. We are always in a prove it mode. 
Um, and we just work really hard to make sure um, that we are getting results. Well, and again, coming out of this annual meeting, obviously then you have, uh, you have a lot of work to do going forward. What's the biggest challenge you have? You know, the biggest challenge um, is, you know what the biggest challenge is right now? The biggest challenge in, in, this, in this economy is making sure that we can continue to attract good talent to the agency to make sure that we can provide high quality services in which we're funded for and which we're contracted to do. Um, you know, I talked to you about this in Mackinac mm-hmm. that, you know, in our youth and family um, component and our Head Start program and our after school program, you know, we're really struggling to attract teachers, assistant teachers, group leaders, and people that want to work in the educational space. And, uh, and that continues to remain a struggle for us. So I'm, I'm putting a plug out there that if you, if you um, love working with children and kids, go on our website at waymetro.org. Well, you know, interestingly enough, we just saw a study the other day that said that, you know, people talking about a teacher shortage. It's not necessarily a teacher shortage. There's a, a number of people leaving the profession. That's right. Uh, is there a situation where, you know, you get somebody out of a classroom, maybe in a traditional public school setting with all the challenges they're dealing with, and get them into this type of a setting where it's a nice... It's not a career change, but it's enough of a career shift to be engaging for them. I would hope so. I, I think that's a great point. I mean, you know, um, you know, working with a zero to five population can be challenging, but I think it's yeah. all, but I, you know, I, that, you <laughs> teaching know, in general, but, yeah. other, other people's children, I always say, yeah. it's not an easy thing. No, but I, th- I think that can be challenging. Um, we're actually looking at a program through uh, AARP that we're trying to, to attract maybe retired teachers or, or teachers that have left the profession and they want to come back, that, that 55 and over group, to come back and work in an after-school program, you know, to work with middle, middle schoolers and high schoolers or to work with that zero to five population and help get, get them ready for kindergarten. So we're, 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 we're really trying to be innovative and creative to, to attract um, people to our programs and our programs pay fairly well they're full-time there's benefits um and uh you know it's 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 just it's just getting the word out well lewis uh we're doing our part to help you get the word out about the different things that you're doing uh congratulations on a on a good year and uh we look forward to seeing what you do next yeah well thank you and i you know um thanks i appreciate the time and um please go on our website at waynemetro.org and there's a link to our annual meeting if you'd like to come click on the link and love to have you there all right we appreciate it well thank you thanks thanks for having me again Lewis Pisker is CEO of the Wayne Metro Community Action Agency. Joining us here on the program today, we certainly do appreciate that. And thank you very much for checking out the show. I always like talking to cool people doing cool things. If you have a suggestion for me on somebody I should be reaching out to, let me know. Send me an email to thecraigfollyshow at gmail.com. Send me a message on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Any of those things work. I'm on Snapchat and, and Instagram as well. Any way you want to reach out is great. I will do my best to get back to you. And like I said, nonprofits welcome. Love talking to people that are doing important work in the community and probably not getting paid a ton for it. Most of those people are doing it because they care about the mission at hand. So I do like to highlight those organizations that are helping people as often as I can. And again, if you're somebody who's just doing cool stuff and you think you need some exposure for it, hey, try me. You never know. I'm into that kind of thing. And it's a segment that I would like to do on a regular basis because it beats talking about the bad news all the time. It's nice to talk to people that are actually making the world a better place or a more interesting place. That's a huge part of it. Thanks for listening today. We'll be back tomorrow. Lots more coming up this week. And I'm looking forward to it. I hope you are as well. Have a fantastic evening, everybody.
The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Mad Dog Professional Services. Mad Dog Professional Services focuses on putting their clients on the leading edge of technology faster than thought possible to capture new revenue streams. That's Mad Dog Professional Services. 